Hello, everyone, and welcome to Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast, episode 25. This is your host, P. Castanis, and this program is brought to you by Old Chicago Indoor Music Park that was located in Bolingbrook, Illinois. And here is a radio commercial from 1977 that aired on... 95 and a half WMETFM. Looking for a break? Want to get away from it all? Then come scream your troubles away at Old Chicago, the world's only full-sized indoor amusement park. Come date night, date night, date night, this Friday night. Your date gets to ride the rides absolutely free. You can even bump yourself blue in the disco bash Friday and Saturday nights. Talk about a good time, then talk about it at Old Chicago. Old Chicago, I-55, in Bolingbrook. Okay, we we are back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that commercial uh, from Old Chicago that was located at uh, Bolingbrook, as I should say, Old Chicago Indoor Amusement Park. Uh, I will talk about uh, that particular place at the end of the show, but uh, today's a special episode. Um, I'm going to talk about that about three uh, celebrities that passed away this past weekend and that that have uh, special memories for me while growing up in Chicago. Okay, uh, the first one, I'm sorry, the first person I will talk about is Gavin McLeod. We all know from his uh, roles, his most famous roles, that is, from the, from the Love Boat and the Mary Tyler Moore Show. And I will talk about him... Uh, all the shows that that I watched when when I was little and watching him on TV and uh, talk a little bit about his uh, career and uh, he passed away uh, on Saturday this past Saturday he was 90 years old and uh, what can you say about him he was a very talented man and uh, Every time you mention his name, you think of uh, Captain Steubing on The Love Boat and Murray Slaughter on The Mary Tyler Moore Show. And uh, he starred in a lot of television shows way back in the late 50s. And uh, one of the, uh, the other famous roles he had besides that, he starred in Hawaii Five-0. And uh, he played a... His name was Big Chicken. He played a drug pusher, and uh, I never seen the episodes, but I heard he was uh, he was not a very nice guy in the show. So, and then his earliest roles was he uh, starred in the Dick Van Dyke Show, and that starred with his co-star Mary Tyler Moore on the Mary Tyler Moore Show, and this is the first time they met. I don't think they were in the same scenes together. No, I don't think so. But he was there. He played a uh, jewelry salesman, and uh, he was he sold uh, Robert Petrie, the Dick Van Dyke's character, a very uh, elaborate necklace, and it was like it was from the Empress Carlotta, and it looked and it was hideous. You know, it looked like a big like you when Mary Tomer wore it. She looked like it was like she wore a chandelier. And that's one of the funniest episodes. I, I love the show. I still watch it. I got it on Blu-ray, and it looks beautiful. So I'll start rewatching it again. And the second, uh, then he uh, 
1970, he uh, was cast as Murray Slaughter on the Merritt Tarmo show. I didn't really watch uh, the show when I was growing up, maybe a couple episodes, but, you know, it was opposite. Um, no, it wasn't opposite. It was aired at Saturday on Saturday nights, I think 8 o'clock. And then on Saturday nights in the early 70s, everyone watched Creature Features. So, but that aired at 10.30. And, uh... The Maritime World Show premiered on the same day as Creature Features, so that was a big uh, that was a big day for television history on September nineteenth. And he and uh, Kevin McLeod played the role for seven years, and he was very funny. And what a cast! And uh, he used to I love his put downs uh, to Ted Baxter, played by Ted Knight. And uh, but you know even though he was funny and made fun of him, he he had his own personal problems too. Uh, I want to mention something else. He, a lot of people probably didn't realize he was in uh, the TV show McHale's Navy that's that aired from 1962 to 1966. But he was only there for two years, and uh, he left the second year because, according to reports, he, he was battling alcoholism. So. He left, but the funny thing is, when they made two movies of the Michael's, of Mikhail's Navy, and uh, he came back for one movie, which uh, I did see that, and that was that was nice to see him. Uh, his character's name was Happy Haynes, uh, real name Joseph. So, what a shame! And then, of course, he went into the Love Boat right after Mary Tyler Moore ended, and uh, Aaron Spelling that. Uh, that produced the show or created it, he offered him the role and he took it because it was a starring role. I think he always wanted to be the lead and I'm glad he did. And that show ran for, uh, let's see, nine years. And they made some movies after that. And uh, watching the love boat on Saturday nights was, uh, was nice. Sometimes embarrassing because I was a teenager then. And then, you know, as teenagers, you go out on a Saturday night, you go on a date, you go to parties or any event. Uh, I did, uh, but I did watch a show most of the time. That was my one of my mother's favorite shows. And you, you would see the cast of thousands. You would see uh, all celebrities uh, from, the glo- from the golden age of movies. And uh, it was fun watching that. And then you saw TV stars. Uh, that were popular then and then that tv stars that became famous later on and i remember there was tom hanks he started in an episode i remember seeing that and uh so like i said before it ended in 1986 and he acted uh, a few more and then uh so he was identified he was identified as captain stewie forever but he didn't mind you know he was a very nice actor and uh you know, his reruns will live on forever. Okay. The second person I want to talk about that passed away was singer B.J. Thomas. Now, uh, you would ask me, why would I talk about him when it has to do with Chicago? Well, a couple of things. The first time I've heard him sing was from the uh, 1969 movie Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kiss, and he excuse me, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. And uh, that movie was released, in, like I said, in 1969. I've I seen it a couple of times. It's a great movie with Paul Newman, Robert Redford, and Catherine Ross. Uh, 
And uh, they played that uh, song, Raindrops Keep Falling in My Head, sung by B.G. Thomas. And he was famous for that. You know, when you ever hear that song, you think of the movie. And then when you hear the movie, you think of that song. And uh, I, like I said before, I've seen it a couple times. And one time um, during the 70s when the the show Benny Hill, I mean, the Benny Hill show that starred Benny Hill that uh, started syndicating in the late 70s on Channel 32, WFLD, Benny Hill did a spoof of Butch Cassidy and Sonetskis, and they played the song, and he's riding the, the, the bicycle. I forgot which character it was. I think it was Robert Redford or Paul Newman. I think one of those two. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen this, the movie. And he Benny Hill's riding the bicycle, but I think he fell down while he was riding. So uh, one of my brothers mentioned that, and they thought of him, but you got to think of the movie, not not because when Benny Hill fell down from the bicycle and while B.J. Thomas was singing the song. And uh, anyway, so B.J. Thomas had a great career. He had a lot of hits from the late 60s to probably to by the time he died. And uh, according to reports, he, w- he was supposed to perform at a concert here in Chicago in St. Charles, but I guess... Uh, you know, he passed away, so he won't be able to. And uh, I, I remember seeing him on, on Hee Haw, you know, and, uh, you know, that show is goofy and they tell bad jokes. And then you have these perform- uh, country music performers and he was there performing. He was wonderful. And and uh, let's see, other hits he uh, sang was um, Hooked on a Feeling. And, of course, raindrops keep falling on my head. And let's see. There were a couple more. Let's see what we got. Uh, Let's see here. I Just Can't Help Believing. I like that song. And uh, there was one from 1975. I remember hearing it on WLSFM. And it was, hey, won't you play another somebody done somebody wrong song? You know. I personally didn't like it, but I loved the song. So, and that came out, and that was released in '75. And like I said, WLS FM or AM used to play it all the time. So, it's a shame he passed away. He was, uh, he was 78 years old, and he was uh, suffered from lung cancer. So, that's a shame. All right. the The third celebrity I want to talk about is uh, this actress. She pay, passed away yesterday on May. 31st. Uh, her name was Arlene Golanka, or Golanka, I don't know how to pronounce her name. And I, she was everywhere on television. Everywhere, you know, all all TV shows, starting from the late 60s until maybe a couple of years ago. And uh, I had to find out some information about her, uh, where she grew up, and how she got started. And believe it or not, she is from Chicago. And she was uh, raised in the Wicker Park neighborhood. And uh, she went to Wicker Park uh, Elementary School. I don't know what's called. I think now it's called Rob, Roberto Clemente uh, Grammar School. I'm not sure. And uh, she graduated from, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was uh, Wicker Park Elementary School. I think they renamed it. And she went to Tully High School, or Tully, how they pronounce it. And that changed to Robert Clemente Academy or something like that. And... Uh, 
then she uh yeah she was born in chicago and uh her name is polish and it means i, I looked it up i could be wrong it could means pig pigfoot or ham hock which is funny so um and then uh, she worked at the Goodman Theater, and then she moved to New York and did some um, roles in Broadway. And then she came to California in 1967, and then uh, she uh, started in a lot of TV shows. So I'll give you some examples. She was on Get Smart. She was on Maud. She was on That Girl, Mary Tyler Moore Show, which I mentioned before. MASH, All in the Family. Uh, she was and then... Uh, she was on Taxi. She was, uh, and recent uh, past few years, she was on King of Queens. So uh, her f- famous role was uh, she started on the Andy Griffith Show, and um, then she start she co-starred in the spinoff Mayberry RFD, which starred Ken Berry, and a lot of the regulars from the Andy Griffith Show moved over to that. Uh, sitcom for the spinoff and uh, Andy Griffith appeared uh, very early on in the show and and then he left and then Don Knotts I believe appeared in one episode and so did Ron Howard who played Opie and uh, maybe RFD premiered in 1968 and uh, let's see I'll give you the date on that and here we are it premiered in September 23rd, 23rd, 1968, ended in March 29th, 1971. That ran for three years. It was still popular, but then uh, it was canceled in 1971, where rest of the shows that was called The Rural Purge from CBS. And uh, Mayberry RFD was one, Hee Haw uh, in Green Acres. Uh, Petticoat Junction ended in 1970, a year earlier, so they were all gone. Any and they mentioned that any any show that had a tree on tree in it, excuse me, was canceled, which is terrible, you know, because most of the shows were fine, they were doing well in the ratings, and but uh, times had changed. And then uh, in the 70s, everything got a little political and controversial. That's why All in the Family, which premiered in 1971, became so popular. It was different, and it was shocking, controversial. It's still fu- it's still a funny show. Anyway, for maybe RF, maybe Mayberry RFD um, also starred a actor. His name was Buddy Foster, and that he is Jodie Foster's brother. Actually, his real name is uh, Lucius, and I found out Jodie Foster's name it, real name is Alicia. So she, she did star in the show, and so did uh, Farrah Fawcett and Terry Gar. So uh, Arlene Galanka, you know, after the after she uh, left, maybe RFD, she started in a lot of shows, like I mentioned. And uh, she seemed like a very bubbly, very nice lady. And uh, I've seen it. She's done some commercials, too. So um, she's one of those people that if you saw her face, you wouldn't know her name, but you would know who she was. So she had a very wonderful career. And it's a shame she passed away. She was 85 years old. Okay. Next thing, the last thing I will talk about is not related to celebrities. And that would be Old Chicago Indoor Amusement Park. And, uh, you know, a lot of people who have 
grew up in the Chicago area in the 70s, remembered that uh, indoor park very well, and so did I. To tell you the truth, I have never been there. I've not been there, and I, I don't know why. I wish I did, because uh, I love amusement parks. I always have. And uh, it was the first indoor amusement park, and it opened in June 17, 1975. And it had three roller coasters and a Ferris wheel. And they had a shopping mall, and it was like the turn of a century. And they had some wonderful shops. And... Uh, and it, it competed with uh, Six Flags, but uh, Great America, but it was called Marriott's Great America. And that hurt attendance. And uh, it was losing money by the time as the, uh, as the years progressed. And uh, it was open every day, but by 1978, they began closing Mondays and Tuesdays. And the, the park closed in March 17, 1980. And then they tore it down, and then it was demolished in 1986 in the spring. So uh, I don't know what's there now. Um, the last I heard, a rumor they were going to build an Amazon uh, distribution center. I don't know if they're going going to. That, that's a hurt. But uh, as far as I know, but, but there's still a sign that says Old Chicago, like a street sign somewhere. Someone told me about that. A friend of mine that, that used to live, grew up there, he told me about that. And uh, the guy, the person who designed the amusement park, his name was Robert Brindle. And he got that idea from Knott's Berry Farm in, out, in Buena Park, California, right outside L.A. So uh, they had their grand opening on June 17th, 1975. And uh, so they, and they, I remember I posted something about that Marshall Brodeen, who played Wizzle, the wizard, um, Bozo Circus, and he was a professional magician. He opened a magic shop there. And I I didn't know that. And uh, some people remembered it. And they remembered that. And uh, I w- there are pictures of that, which is great. And um, so uh, the, re- the reason I talked about Old Chicago is that I found an ad that B.J. Thomas performed there in, 19- in October 1979. And there were a lot of acts, a lot of music acts, a lot of uh, even the TV heartthrobs at the time. There was Willie Ames from It Is Enough. He performed there. He sang, which I didn't know. <laughs> it must have been interesting. And uh, let's see. The... There was some uh, amusement parks rides. Uh, there were the roller coasters. Uh, there was called the Chicago Loop Roller Coaster. And now it's called the Kenobi Corkscrew. And that operates in a amusement park called Kenobi Lake Park. And that is in Salem, New Hampshire, right outside of Boston. That's interesting. And uh, so... Uh, Trying to find what other rides were there, and uh, I will look. Let's see what we got here. And uh, I don't know about the. Uh, how would I say this? Like uh, stores and uh, the like. I said uh, concerts. Yeah, like that. Okay, and then I uh, let's talk about the mall for a bit. And uh, they had ice cream, uh, ice cream shops, uh, sold T-shirts, 
uh, there was one called uh, the and uh, they had an area called the Water Street Market, and there was a restaurant called the Beer Garden Restaurant. Well, that's interesting. Oh, very nice. And uh, I know they had an arcade there. Yeah, so you can play games with that. So let's see what else they have here. Uh, they, like I mentioned, they had the Chicago Loop, a roller coaster. That looked like a lot of fun. And uh, the, and let's see what else they had. Uh, they had the... Well, they had the log races there and uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, one thing that was interesting was there was a movie they filmed at Old Chicago. Let me look it up. I think it was the, uh, the movie called Fury, The Fury. I remember they advertised that on the... Uh, on TV and uh, and I heard it on the radio and uh, let's see what else and the movie the Fury that came out in 1978 they did they filmed uh, around the Chicago area and uh, there were some scenes in the amusement park that was filmed there and they showed the the Chicago Loop the Chicago Loop roller coaster and the movie starred Kirk Douglas John Cassavetes. Uh, Amy Irving, that starting Carrie, that was Andrew Stevens, uh, and uh, that movie was scary to me when that came out, and uh, so uh, so they did. I remember uh, they, there, there's some videos on YouTube, and you can find them, and also pictures on the internet where the the actual movie, the night uh, the 1978 movie, The Fury, was filmed, and that was interesting. Okay. So that'll be all for today. I'm glad you joined me. Um, this is the last episode of the season, episode 25. But like I said before, don't worry. I will start a new episode, and that'll be season two. Would be show one. I would call it episode 26. And uh, hopefully, I'll do one this this coming week, this upcoming weekend, and it'll be a lot of fun. Okay, so I, I hope everyone had a nice uh, three-day holiday weekend. And uh, this is Pika Sanis for Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. And uh, so it's uh, bye-bye for now for me. And take it away, Ray Rayner. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.